Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, Akuo. I'm so glad to be back with you once again to continue in our new series called Inspect Yourself. So in this series, we have been going through a time of introspection, right? Inspect yourself. Of course, we're taking a look at ourselves. We've been looking at ourselves through the lens of how God put us together and how we have been given even more because of Jesus. Now, in addition to taking a look at what we have, we have also been looking at how we use what we have. And today will be no different. Now, let's pray before we go any further into the message. So, Jesus, we just ask that you would be speaking to us today. We ask that you would be moving through our thoughts, that you would be with us and just whispering and showing us the things that you want us to see today. We ask that you would show us how we are put together and how we can serve you even better than before. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you. And we pray all of these things in your name. Amen. So I've been wondering uh, for a little bit, uh, maybe for the last week or so, about fuel. Normally, uh, for us, we we think of gasoline, right? When we think of fuel, most of of the world runs on that. So when it comes to fuel, I want to ask you a question, really a couple questions. Where do you get it? Do you have like a favorite gas station that you go to? I know for like my family, we normally go to HEB because... It's the closest, you know, there's not really a good special reason there. Uh, But for some people, the place where they get their fuel is very important, right? Some people are loyal to Valero, right? Like just go go to the depths for for Valero or they only put Chevron in their gas tank because they know that when they squirt some of that gas in there, their car is gonna like talk like those old commercials. Uh, Then you can move into what type of fuel is best. Is it better to get like the regular unleaded or the the mid-grade or like the premium, Which, which one's best? To be honest, I don't have answers for you when it comes to fuel because I just go to HEB and I put the unleaded in Uh, because the car will move when that gas is in the tank and that's all I kind of worry about. But when I started thinking about that this week, I started wondering, what's fueling me? How far does this fuel make me go and can I get something better? And really this, I I want us to ask those same questions of ourselves. Like what's fueling you? Are you moving forward? because you're like staring at Jesus and running after him in the best way possible. Now, I hope that's you, but it's totally okay if that isn't what is fueling you all the time. No one is perfect. No one is expecting you to be perfect because sometimes what is fueling us can be like caffeine and spite, right? Or anger and fear. But there's something so much better that we can be tapping into to fuel us, something unlimited. And we can actually see this exact fuel on display in the letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to his friends in the church at Ephesus. Now, last week when we read what Paul was explaining, was he was talking about all the amazing blessings and power that comes from Jesus. But with great power comes great responsibility, right? Spider-Man, got that going. And with all these blessings, we need to make sure that we are sharing the good news of Jesus. So after Paul is done talking about that, he follows it up with a kind of transition, something that will set up the second half of this letter. And he does that by praying for his friends in Ephesus. Here's what Paul writes. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything, 
in heaven and on earth. So when Paul thinks of all the ways that God has blessed us and has given us all the power and all the ways that God has put you together, he falls on his knees and prays to the Father. Now that's an interesting detail to include here. The fact that he falls on his knees, this detail is trying to convey something to the people receiving this. Essentially, this posture showed a few things. The first is that Paul is completely overwhelmed with a feeling or emotion that he can't even stay on his feet for this prayer. He can't keep his feet in this moment. And throughout the Bible, there are plenty of stories of people falling to their knees in prayer, but the one that kept on like bouncing around in my head as I was going and preparing for this message is the one time, or is one of the times that Jesus did it. In this account that we're gonna take a look at, Jesus is getting closer to the time that he will be taken in and eventually crucified. So let's read through what the historian Luke had to write about that time. It says, Jesus walked away about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. So in this moment, Jesus kneels down to pray. He's doing it because, first off, maybe the amount of pressure he's feeling in that moment. I mean, he's about to go and take on the cross, and he is asking God the Father, if there is any other way to do it, please let that happen. However, in that last line, Jesus says he wants the will of the Father to be done and not his own, which is the other side that kneeling represents. It's a submission to God. Kneeling before the Lord is a symbol of an attitude of laying yourself down before him. So in this moment, Jesus is making sure to show God, the Father, that he is submitting to his will. And Paul, when he's writing this letter to his friends in Ephesus, he's letting all of us know that he's doing the same thing. He's thinking of all the ways that God has blessed his people, and Paul is overwhelmed with the awesomeness of that. Also, Paul is showing that he is submitting to God in this prayer that is going to follow us. And in addition to all that, remember, Paul, he's a great leader of the faith. He's been going around the world. He's been spreading the gospel. He's a big-time celebrity of his day. So in this moment, he is kneeling to express to his friends in Ephesus that he is not above them. He's not doing anything crazy. He's not calling fire down or doing something crazy in the spiritual realms that they would feel like they could never reach. Paul is showing that he is humbled in front of God, but also in front of them. You see, a leader in that culture, really even in our culture today, wouldn't normally lead like that. They would normally lead with strength and by lording knowledge and their position over their followers' heads. Right here, Paul is showing them love by submitting. Lay your lives down, right? That's how you can show love, which is amazing considering what we'll be studying over the next few weeks, which we'll get to then, but he is priming them with this love for something more down the line, and we need to understand that better by looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You see, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a motivational theory in psychology that's made up of a five-tier model of human needs. The most basic needs you'll see at the bottom here of this picture, it's physiological. That's like food, water, air, basic stuff. Then there's safety, right? People wanna experience order and predictability and feel secure in their lives. The next part is love and belonging. So this refers to a human emotional need for, for relationships, affiliating with people, connectedness, and being a part of a community. 
which most of the time can be fulfilled by being loved by a person or group of people. And that builds into esteem, which is how one views themselves and how others view them. Then finally, at the top is self-actualization, where people are striving to fulfill their potential. So you see, in this moment, with this one sentence, Paul is filling love tanks and belonging section of needs of everyone that is reading and listening along to this. And what I love is that Paul is doing all of this by praying with a specific posture. People are feeling loved by his kneeling prayer, which makes me wonder, how do you know that you are loved? Are you able to read through this letter that Paul has written and able to understand how much you are actually loved by God? Do you have a support system around you that helps you feel loved? Have you tapped into one of our community groups here at Akuo? Are you able to get your love from there? I hope so. Because Paul is explaining to you this is where the love comes from. Because once you get that, you can move to the next step. And here's what Paul writes. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Now, real quick, remember the way the Spirit empowers us with strength is through the fruits of the Spirit, which are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is the empowering strength. Okay, let's keep going. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong, which is what we talked about all of last year, right? We talked about the spiritual fruit, and then we talked about when our roots are planted deep into God's living water, which is the Holy Spirit, then we are able to give that fruit in any season because the Spirit is moving within us. And then as we keep going, and may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Oh, I love this section right here. It switches back to power. You see, Paul is praying that you are empowered with strength and that you have the power to understand something that we can have an idea about, but we don't actually know. We can only experience it, which is the love of Christ. He's praying that we understand how wide, long, high, and deep the love is that we are given. But he also says in there, this love, it's too great for us to understand. And it actually reminds me of the idea of the, the mathematical theory of infinity, right? This, this infinity number, which is defined as this, that which is boundless, endless, or larger than any natural number. Now, a natural number is a number that we would use to count. So infinity is something that speaks of something that is without limit of any sort. It's actually kind of a crazy concept when you start to dig into it. So there's this thought experiment called Hilbert's Paradox of the Grand Hotel. That's Hilbert's Paradox of the Grand Hotel. Google it. So in this, we are asked to consider a hypothetical hotel. Imagine the most amazingly awesome and ridiculously cool hotel of all time in the history of the universe. Now this hotel is special, not because of how cool it is, which is nice, 
but because this hotel has an infinite number of rooms. Now let's say an infinite number of cars and buses show up with people in it, and they need a room. Well, they're in luck because there's an infinite amount of rooms. So the front desk works hard to get people, get them all into their rooms. Now after that, there's another flood of buses. Let's say like 10 million buses show up and 30 million people show up. Do they get a room? Of course they do. Because it's at the start and end, it's big enough to encompass everything. It's infinite amount of rooms. Does this sound familiar? This is God. This is the love of Christ. This is what Paul is explaining to us. We can have an idea of how we are loved, but we will never fully know how much we are actually loved because it never ends. We can't comprehend how far that goes. Now, does that change anything for you? How does it make you feel to know that a being that is infinite, a being that has no constraint on who they are, loves you infinitely? How does that change what you want to do when you feel that love? How much more capable do you feel when you know you have a God like this on your side? When we get to sit and think about and, and better understand the love that God the Father and Jesus have for us, the more amazed we become in it. I mean, think of it like this. Let's say you sit down and count. Let's say you count all the way to 10 million. If you do that, First off, I'd be super impressed. Wow. But if you did do that, you would still be an infinite amount away from getting to infinity. That's what it's like for us to dig into how much we are loved by God. The further we dig, the better we understand that we can never quantify it. Now, this isn't to say you should never think about how much you are loved because you'll never get it. You'll never get there. No. I actually want to encourage you to think about it because the feeling that you will have when you experience it, when you are amazed at how much you are loved and then realize that you are barely even scratching the surface of that love, well, that will change your life. Paul explains how having a better understanding of God's love and power and being can change us. Here's what he writes. Now, all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Can I get an amen? Of course I can. Now think about God and what he can accomplish through you. What do you actually think he can accomplish with you? In the current state you're in, think about it. Just take a minute and a second, just think about it. What could God through, do through me? And then blow it up. Make it 10 times bigger. And then think about that. Now make it go like 100 times bigger than 10 times bigger. What if it was 1 million times bigger? Think about that. A million times bigger than you could ever think. That thought, that ending thought that you had, it was infinitely less than what God can actually do through you. When we ask God to do things in our life, guys, I think we're thinking too small. We're like, God, make this day a good day. God, help my mom through this battle that she's going through. God, send people to this small group that I'm helping lead right now. Instead of these things, 
We should be, we can be asking God, instead of my day, make my year great. Instead of help my mom with this thing, God, change my entire family to work for you. God, let me be a part of an entire city changing for the better through you. Akua, when we are fueled by the correct fuel, which is an understanding of God's love for us through Jesus, then it can set something off in us that is infinitely greater than what we could ever accomplish on our own. It's infinitely greater than what we could ever imagine in our wildest dreams. Our imagination can't even get close to what God can actually do. And I know this is true because when I was a TV guy, I would dream about becoming some sort of big shot in my industry so I could put on a golf tournament once a year to help raise some money so we could help some people. And God said, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Let me show you how you can live a life of serving people. Even though I have a better idea now of how much God is capable of doing in my life, I know I haven't even begun to scratch the surface. And that makes me want to keep on going. Because I know every morning when I wake up, my goal is to help someone else understand God's love a little bit better. And I pray the same thing for you, that you would have the same purpose in your life. But for some of us listening right now, you might not have that connection to an infinite power or love in your life. You might not believe in Jesus, and if that's you, first off, thank you for listening to this. I'm grateful that you are willing to spend some time with us here today. But if you wanna know more than what you have right now, if you would like to be a part of the eternal plan that God has, if you would like to better understand what it feels like, to be infinitely loved, then I'd like to help walk you through receiving that. To do that, all you have to do is have a conversation with Jesus and just let him know that you believe. We call that a prayer. And what I wanna do right now is lead you in that conversation and to help you out, I'm gonna ask the rest of the Akuo community to pray along with you. Because here at Akuo Church, no one ever has to pray alone. You always have a community there with you. So if you wanna confirm your belief in Jesus, just go ahead and say this, just between you and him. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. Now for the rest of us, believers, whether we have believed in Jesus for the last four seconds or the last four decades, I want you to do something. Now, if you are able, I want you to pray here in a second on your knees. I want you to show God that you are submitting to him right now, if you're able to. So go ahead and right now, if you, if you are able to, get down on your knees and I want you to ask God a simple question. And after you ask this question, I'm gonna give you a minute to allow yourself to just hear from God for a minute. So just ask him, God, can you show me how much you love me?
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your love. Remind us of how much we are loved. Remind us of how much we are valued. Remind us of how much you can do through us. Jesus, help us see that you have created us to be a part of your eternal plan to make this world a better place. Jesus, show us the places you want us to work through or that you're going to work through. Show us the places that we are going to be working and seeing the things that you do bring. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you. And we pray these things in your holy, awesome, mighty, and wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. All right, thank you all for being a part of this today. Before you go, there are a few things I would like to share with you. The first thing I want to talk about is our one of our community groups, our community groups. And we were talking about this earlier, how this is one of the ways that you can feel a belonging. You can feel a sense of belonging to something greater. And so we want to connect you to one of those groups. And I want to put a spotlight on one of the groups. It's the karaoke group. They meet up every single Friday at 6 p.m. at Alamo Beer, and they have a fantastic time every time. While you're out there, you can grab the mic and jump on stage to sing your favorite song, or you can just come and cheer on and, and, and hang out with those that are jumping up there and just connect with the community. Not only that, but children and your pets are welcome. If you're interested in joining this group, you can go to akuo.church community to get signed up. Now, this might not be the group for you. You might not be interested in singing in front of a bunch of strangers or watching a bunch of strangers sing in front of a bunch of strangers. That's totally okay. But there, if that is you and you are interested in something else, you do feel like you need that belonging, we want you to find that group for you. To do that, you can go to akuo.church community to see all of the groups that we have meeting up. And I say this all the time because it's true. Joining one of these groups might be the best thing that you do while you're here at Akuo. Now, the next thing I'd like to do is talk about all the ways that we can be sacrificially generous here at Quill. Now, guys, I, I talk about this all the time. This is one of the things that I want you to understand is the love that you are shown by God is just so overwhelming and so great. So I want you to ask him, talk with him. Hey, Lord, through this love, how much do you want me to overflow into something else? How much do you want me to overflow into giving sacrificially to the church? Now, one of the ways that you can get started with that is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which means giving a first root 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. That could be where you start, but no matter what it is, we want you to talk to God first. Now, also, sacrificial giving might not be a possibility for you right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family, and if that's you, that's okay, because we want to be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some help, let us know. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send an email to us at help at akuo.church. You can also call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to give here at Akuo Church, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. Now, when you get there to the site, you can go ahead and click on the giving link, and then from there, you can follow all the instructions that you will see on the screen. We also have the text to give option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo and the dollar amount you want to give to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you would like to send your gift through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail it to Akuo at PO Box 100 
125 San Antonio, Texas 78201. All right, that's all that I have for y'all today. I just want you to know that I love and appreciate all of you. And I will be praying for you now. And as we continue to go throughout the rest of our week, I will be praying for you. So before I go, let me pray for you one last time. So uh, Jesus, I just ask that as all these people turn off their phones and put away their, their tablets and turn off their TVs, I pray that you'd be speaking to them. I pray that you would help them understand how much they are loved or better understand how much they are loved. I pray that you would show them all the different ways that they receive love. And I pray that you would have that love overflow out from them and into their community. Jesus, we thank you for everything and we love you. And we pray all these things in your name, amen. All right, that's all that we have for you this week. We will see you at a community group. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.